Happy Hour Movie Roomies. Happy Hour Movie Roomies. Happy Hour Movie Roomies. I'll make him an offer he can't refuse. Where's the cannolis? <laughs> Who's making my meatballs? All right. Oh. Oh, it started to sound like Harry Potter there for a second. <laughs> I we were going with more sayings. <laughs> we're reviewing Irish movies this week. Wait. No, gangster movies. Irish? I was joking. Oh. Italian movies. Italian. It's a spicy pizza ball. Yeah, two out of the three. Mine's Cubano. I feel like they can tell I'm doing the hand thing. I don't even have to say it. And I'm doing the chin thing. (laughs) (laughs) Got uh, red sauce on stove. Been cooking for hours. Gravy. Oh, yeah, gravy. Slice the garlic super thin with a razor. The spaghettis. Don't put too many onions, Pauly. <laughs> Keep stirring the sauce. <laughs> um, um, yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna... Mike's doing uh, Goodfellas, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, Listen you're here, Italian. Wise guys. <laughs> this is your thing. Uh, apparently, when I do Duolingo, uh, I'm doing Spanish. I do everything in an Italian accent. <laughs> 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 um... Goodfellas, yeah. This is like, well, I'm give you a rating ahead of time. Hundred out of a hundred. Bet one of the best movies ever made. Hundred out of hundred wise guys. This is a great one. Uh, opens up. You got Henry Hill, played by Ray Liotta. You got Jimmy Conway, played by Robert De Niro, and you got Tommy DeVito, played by Joe Pesci. Any relation? No. To the Danny? Well, only size. Height. <laughs> Height relation. They're both about like four nine. I don't know. Um, and they're not related. I don't believe it. <laughs> uh, so they're in the car and they're driving. And then all of a sudden you start hearing like a bunch of banging noises. And they're all looking around like, the fuck? what the fuck is that, Paulie? You hear that? What is that over there? And uh, what you got? You got a flat on this car here? I feel like I'm there. (laughs) (laughs) That's not what they sound like. But uh, they pull over and there's that iconic scene where they're all just red from the brake lights of the car. They're in the the trunk. uh They got a guy in the trunk and he's like bloody as shit. It's pretty gross. He ain't dead yet. But Paul um, Tommy just goes to what Joe Pesci takes out a big ass knife. Just starts stabbing him. Like a bunch of times. Mm-hmm. And then they throw him in a hole. And then it's a whole thing is narrated by Ray Liotta, who is Henry Hill. It's a true story. So uh, he starts talking. And then it's like. And they're like, it's the Rags to Riches song. And this is like the happy times. And he's a little kid. He's in the neighborhood. Uh, he grows up in uh, uh, Brooklyn or the Bronx. I think it's Brooklyn. But he's not even Italian, right? No, he's like Irish. Right. Was, yeah. Was he any half Irish, half Italian, or am I tripping? I don't think he has any Italian. Yeah, I don't oh, think he's shit. Italian okay. at all. And I think Jimmy Conway is the one that's half. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, if you, Al- have, if Al- you have any yeah. kind of Italian, if you have any kind of anything that's not Italian, you can't be made. You got to be 100% pure blood. Mm-hmm. The one guy in their crew that is is Tommy, 
But you don't know that yet. Henry Hill's a little kid. He starts picking up a job across the street at the cab stand. The cab stand is owned by the mafia. So he starts doing little errands for him, you know, parking cars. He's like about talking about how he's parking parking cars. He's like fourteen. He can't even see over the steering wheel. All the girls in the neighborhood are like, "Damn, Henry, parking cars." Um, <laughs> the girls talk like that too. And uh, so then they eventually like it starts. He starts getting into more and more nefarious shit. He goes from like parking cars to I don't know. I just went selling to, cigarettes, right? Boston. Yeah, he starts selling cigarettes. But then it's not selling cigarettes. He starts, like, blowing up cars mm. with, like, Molotov cocktails and gasoline and shit. Yeah, that's cool. Gets into some nefarious shit. Uh, then one day he comes home in, because, uh, you know, the, the mafia, they're paying him pretty well to do all this stuff, right? And he's, like, 14-year-old kid, and he's got, like, stacks of cash. Comes home in, like, a suit. And he looks like a like a mobster in this like red fancy ass suit, and his mom is like, "What the hell?" Grabs him by the ears and starts hitting him. And um, but the so one day they get a letter from the school, and they're like, "Yo, your kid's not showing up to school." And his dad is like a hardcore Irishman, beats the shit out of him, and is like, "I'm gonna beat Jesus into you. You're gonna go back to school." But interesting thing about this part is like henry hill actually had like a lot of undiagnosed learning dis- disabilities this is like the 50s they don't know that like add is a thing dyslexia you know so he, yeah you're either stupid or smart henry hill even said in an interview he's like i didn't know the alphabet until i was in my mid-20s oh fuck yeah so everyone just thought he was like a, a troublemaker because like he couldn't sit still in class he couldn't pay attention he couldn't take a test like whatever whatever so anyway he go he goes back to the the taxi stand and tell and is like he got a black eye from his dad beating the shit out of him and the mafia guy's like oh what happened you got in a, a scuffle and it, <laughs> wasn't, that wasn't very mafia at all and uh, he's like no uh, my dad beat the shit out of me because I ain't been going to school I've been hanging out here and they're like oh you can't go to school we need you here you run the cab stand now I mean it's fifties you can be fourteen and like you get you're you're a working guy now yeah. Um, so they go and they go out, sit outside the post office, and he eyeballs the mailman that delivers their mail. Oh, they yeah. kidnap him, beat the shit out of him, and tell him any piece of mail that goes to that house comes through us first. And he's like, if I find out any piece of mail went to that house and didn't come through us, we'll fucking kill you. That poor mailman. Yeah, mailman had nothing to do with anything. He's just doing his job. I know. So he and then uh, Henry Hill sitting there with like a smile on his face, and he's like, "That was it. My parents never got another letter from that school. They never got another letter ever again." <laughs> it's like my mom had to like call and harass USPS. It was like, "I'm not getting any goddamn mail. Something's wrong." Um. So. Time time passes. Uh, what actually happens in this time passes? Henry Hill joins the military um, and gets discharged because he's still doing like crooked ass shit, running gambling rings in the military. He gets kicked out for stealing a car. He steals like the sheriff's car or some <laughs> shit. Yeah, something stupid. Gets kicked out. Comes back home. Falls right back in with the old school people. But like Tommy that he knew from back in the day, obviously he's all grown up. He's all grown up. But Tommy is like Is that Joe Pesh? Joe Pesci. Yeah. I'll just call him their actors' names for now. Yeah, on. I'm confused. So Joe Pesci is now like he's he's connected. Like he's in the family. So no and Joe Pesci is Because like he's good full blood, right? Yeah. So one day we they they all know one day he'll be made. 
It, mm. But so they just got to keep hanging out with him, and like that's the right person to be around because nobody. So they gotta like kiss his ass. Yeah, nobody much. can fuck with you when you went to Joe Pesci, you know. So Joe Pesci tells Henry or tells Ray Liotta, he's like, "Hey, I'm I'm trying to get this girl to go on a date with me. She was scared of Italians. She won't go on a date." He's like, "You believe that this day and age? She's scared of Italians. She won't go on a date with me." <laughs> and, he, and he's like, "All right, fine, I'll do this for you." But he really like begrudgingly. He really doesn't want to do it. And he goes on the date, and he's like rushing through the date. He's in and out. He's order. He's like when they're ha- when they're having their entree, I'm ordering the check. When they're having dessert, I'm walking out the door. And he's like got his hand on his back, like pushing her yeah. in, into her house, and then like flipping around and leaving. Like didn't even talk to her. Yeah, but you know, here, here comes second date. Uh, Joe Pesci wants to go on another date, and Ray Liotta doesn't show. So. Uh, Karen is, is is the girl's name. She tells Joe Pesci, she's like, "Take me fucking looking for him. I'm that. This is no one stands me up." And they go and like find him, at, obviously at the cab stand. And she like makes a scene, and they wind up like, I don't know, getting together. Yeah, somehow. Because he falls in love with her after she like causes a scene in yeah. front of all those. They dudes. fall in love with each other for the weirdest things. She's like, he's like, ooh, I like how you're yelling at me. Yeah. And she's like, ooh, I like how you're a mobster. <laughs> I like how you do illegal shit. Yeah. Nice and healthy. <laughs> yeah. Definitely a healthy relationship. And, it's going to end well. When she goes and meets his mom, doesn't she have to wear a Jew star? He, he meets her mom. She's yeah. Jewish. Yeah. And yeah. he comes with a, a cross. His, obviously, his shirt's unbuttoned down like by three buttons. And she's like, oh, no, you got to cover up that fucking cross. You can't. My mom is Jewish. She's got to tell you you're Jewish. Or she says he's half Jewish. And she's like, oh, you're Jewish. And he's like, only the good half. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, so they start dating, uh, whatever, whatever. They get married. You know, at, at the wedding, everyone's just giving them, like, envelopes. And the envelope has that little circle in it where you could see the money, like, the face of the person that's on the money. Mm-hmm. And it's all just, like, Benjamins. And some of the envelopes are, like, two inches thick, just, yeah. like, full of money. They have, like, a bag of money by the end of the night. I mean, who knows? $100,000 they must have made that night or something. Wish I knew some mobsters. Yeah. You know what I'm right. saying? Mm-hmm. Um, so, eventually, um, they like Ray Liotta has to co- is asked to go collect a debt. Oh, he has a girlfriend now. This is like years later. He he marries his wife. Whatever, everything's fine for a minute. But then yeah. he's like working his way up. Oh yeah, they do like the Air Paris. They they what they do is they hijack trucks that are coming from the airport. And it's not even like a hijack. Most of the time, the driver's in on it and just gives them the fucking keys and like, hey, here's the truck. Go and they take all the money or take whatever's in the truck and go sell it. Mm-hmm. And like they're making like decent money doing this. One time they make like $500,000 and he gives his uh, share to Polly. Polly's like the Don. He runs the family. And that makes him like, that puts him on the map. Now Polly's like, oh, but now I know who my people are. This is like my money makers. Yeah. And like, Henry Hill, Ray Liotta is one of the money makers. Well, wait, who is um, who is the other big name in this movie? Robert De Niro. Yeah, well, who is he? Robert De Niro is Johnny is Jimmy Conway, and Jimmy's like always from the very beginning. He's always in the shit. Like when you first meet Jimmy, he's already full. He's loaded. Is he money. full blood? No, he's Irish. He's oh. half Irish. You're talking about. But he yeah. does shit like he's like a bookie. He's does a bunch of gambling shit. Uh, when you first meet Jimmy Conway in the movie, he's like, Jimmy's the kind of guy that'll pass the doorman a hundred just for opening the door for him. 
Yeah. He's like, he walks into the room and he's just like passing everybody money as he walks through the room. Yeah, I think they have a scene like at the Copa Cabana, right? Where he, like they're doing that. Yeah, that's where they always hang out at the Copa Cabana. So cool. And there's that comedian there and he's like, my wife, she says, take me somewhere I've never been before. And I say, how about the kitchen? <laughs> This is 1950s, yeah. And it was like they even do the in between every joke he tells, and it's just like one liners. (laughs) But um, so anyway, fast forward. So Ray Liotta's got a girlfriend. Uh, He wakes up one day, and um, Karen's on top of him with a gun pointing at his face. He's like, "I know about your whore." And they got like two little kids at this point, and she's like harassing the girlfriend at like her apartment building and shit. Mm -hmm. She should be. So, Polly tells him, he's like, hey, this is not good for the family. You're bringing a lot of attention to the family. You got to yeah. sort this out. You got to go back to your wife. He's like, look, I'm going to let you take a trip. Go down to Florida. Do this thing for me. Come back. Get back with your wife. Everything peachy. Goes down to Florida, and he's like collecting a gambling debt from this guy down there. Him and Jimmy go. They beat the ever-loving shit out of this guy to try to get the money from him. Turns out the guy's sister works for fucking FBI. Mm-hmm. She goes to work telling everybody about her brother got beat after death. FBI does an investigation. Jimmy and or uh, Robert De Niro and Ray Liotta wind up going to jail. Mm-hmm. Ray Liotta gets sentenced like 10 years. Um, but they, they don't go to normal jail. They go to wise guy jail. Mm-hmm. It's like <laughs> they're not in like a cell. They're in like an apartment. And yeah. it's like him and Polly and there's like a few other guys and they're just like eating spaghetti he's like cooking spaghetti and steak and then like there's like uh he's brick comes in he's got he got the stuff and he's like brings out a bunch of bread <laughs> <laughs> this is true italian shit right here <laughs> but he's also bringing in other shit he's this is when he gets into the drug trade well his wife's bringing it in for him right she's bringing in all the stuff into the prison uh-huh. but he's supposed to, he's like you're not in the mafia especially at this time you can't sell drugs it, the penalty for selling drugs is death so it just it springs too much heat. Those are the war on drugs is going on. Everybody knows like stay away from that shit because we are making so much money on gambling and women and whatever the hell else they do. Yeah, they didn't want to get involved with drugs, but drugs started making a bunch of money. Like that's how he makes all his money in prison. And when he gets out, starts making even more money. Brings Robert De Niro and Joe Pesci in with him, and they're both like, hell yeah, money. I like money, and they start doing it knowing that if they get caught, they're gonna get put to death. And also, like, their Don was like, fuck no, I'm not touching drugs, because he went to him first, he right? He goes to him and, and tells him, he's like, look, I know you had to do what you had to do to survive in prison. He's like, you got to stop. That yeah. shit's over. And he's like, yeah, I swear, Polly, over with. And he's like, look at me. It better be fucking over. And mm-hmm. he's like, yeah, it's over. It's over. And then, like, leave straight from there to go sell drugs. Like, it's not even. And also, he, like, got addicted to it. Yeah, he's, like, popping quaaludes and snorting cocaine. And, like, at one point, he, like... I think his wife is having a baby or something and they, he overdoses and they're like both in the hospital, like next to each other. <laughs> but the drug shit starts to get out of hand. Uh, there's like a lot of heat on him from the drugs. And at the same time, they, they do another heist from the airport and they go, they go do this heist. They get a tip off and it's supposed to be like a million dollars is right, what they think it's it really is. Big. But they get there and they rob it. It's six million dollars. So this is like it's bigger than they even thought, and it's put them on the map. Not even just with like 
local crime in the area, but like the FBI is looking yeah, for them. It's, it's all a, over the news. Yeah, it's a big fucking deal. Yeah, doesn't he hear about it? He's in the, taking a shower and he hears it on his bathroom. Like yeah, his radio. He He's banging on the, the wall. wall. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's a good scene. Mm-hmm. Um, so, what happens though? So this is whole. The whole thing is like Jimmy Conway's, um, whatever his heist. But the, all the people that like tipped him off. All the people that were involved, like one of them is fucking Samuel Jackson. Of course, he's in every oh, movie. Oh yeah, he Samuel Jackson so is just skinny. like a guy that plays jazz music at one of their clubs, and they're like, "Hey, man, you could drive a truck. Come on and drive the truck." Well, instead of driving the truck where he's supposed to go to get rid of it, he drives to his girlfriend's house, gets high, falls asleep. Mm. Next morning, cops already got the truck. His fingerprints are all over it. Right. So this is the beginning of when the first, Samuel Jackson is the first person they kill. Yeah. It's like, all right, starting to tie up loose ends. But then you start to realize, so Jimmy goes to Polly and he's like, hey, this is getting hot. I got to start offing some people. And he's like, yeah, do what you got to do. Jimmy is greedy and he's like, I can kill everybody and keep all the money. So that's exactly what he does. Every There was like 10 people that were involved in the heist. He kills all of them mm-hmm. except for Ray Liotta because he's in with the drugs with him making a bunch of money. And it. Well, also, isn't there that scene in the bar when they're like, don't do anything with your half? And, like, yeah. the wives come in with the furs yeah. and, like... <laughs> and the, the pink like, Cadillac. Yeah, yeah, the pink one. And so they're freaking out. They're like, we told you not to fucking do anything with your money. And they're like, what? Come on, like what are you? Thing. What are you, stupid? What did yeah. I tell you? Don't buy anything big. <laughs> Take it fucking back. It's yeah. Like, oh, man, don't worry. It's in her mother's name. I don't give a fuck. Take it back. Yeah. What do I look like? A cocksucker? Take it back. <laughs> <laughs> I wish Sean was here. He does it so much better than I do. <laughs> he got like the Tony Soprano down. Um, I mean, I don't blame him though. Like, lay low. Don't spend your money. Yeah, especially like everybody knows. Like all the other crime families know that they're the ones that did it. Mm-hmm. So it's like only a matter of time when you're flashing your shit like that that like words exactly. gonna, words gonna get out. So anyway, they kill everybody, tie up all the loose ends. Uh, that, but in the meantime, Ray Luda is still doing his drug thing, selling all the drugs. What he's doing is, like, he's got his babysitter in on it. She, like, gets on a plane, and, like, uh, she, she usually has, like, a baby with her, so no one ever harasses her, but she's got bags full of fucking cocaine. And, I don't know, he starts selling all kinds of shit, like guns and shit. It's weird. But there's this one day, he's got this full schedule, and he's like, I gotta pick my brother up. I gotta cook dinner. I gotta go to her place. I gotta pick up the, the the drugs. I gotta go bring them to this place, and I gotta cut them. And he's got all this shit that he needs to do. But the whole day, a fucking helicopter is like following him, and he everybody's in the car with him. He's like, "You fucking see that? Yeah, the helicopter's been following me all day." And like, you're paranoid. Forget it. But like, was it really following him? Yeah, though? it was the fucking FBI following. Oh him. shit! Yeah. I just thought he was like paranoid. Nope. That was true. The FBI was waiting to they, to do a sting operation, mm. so it's fine. It's like um, his. Uh, they're in the kitchen. They're eating. Di- they're done eating dinner. About to leave. Whatever. And his babysitter's like, "I gotta get my hat." He's like, "Yeah, I get a fucking hat." She's like, "It's my lucky hat. I don't fly without it." And he's like, "You gotta be fucking kidding me!" It goes <laughs> to get in the car to get the hat. And a guy puts a gun to the back of his head. And he's like, fucking move. I'll blow your brains out. I, you know how I know they wasn't wise guys? Because I would have already been dead. Yep. That's what he says. Yeah. Uh, it's <laughs> like he knew they were cops immediately because they, like, announced themselves. Mm-hmm. And um, then, like, meanwhile, the wife's, like, in there, like, trying to flush everything down the yeah. toilet. And, like, Karen! Karen! That's all we had! <laughs> that was our whole life, Karen! <laughs> 
Yeah, she's like in her panties. She's trying to like put bricks of cocaine. Oh in her god. <laughs> That's what she, yeah. Poor fucking sad. Karen. Yeah. She tried. <laughs> but um so but then he turns into a fucking snitch, right? Yeah, so he he, he gets yeah, that he was gets wrong. popped. He's looking at like 25 years um for distribution. The actual true story about this is crazy. So there's a little bit of truth behind it in the movie and a little bit of not. He definitely did get busted. When he got busted, he didn't have any drugs on him. He had no drugs in his house. He had like a quaalude in his pocket, and it wasn't enough to like book him with anything. You know, it's like who's to say his eyes and like prescribed quaaludes? You know, you give write him a ticket or something. Um, they go to his his girlfriend's house as part of the sting operation. Fucking drugs everywhere, oh. and not even just like a brick of drugs. It's like. The 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 sifter Scales is covered. Yeah. yeah, the fucking they said the walls were covered in cocaine. Like <laughs> it's everywhere. She never cleaned her apartment. It was just covered in cocaine. So they they're part of the uh, movie where he's sitting there next to a desk and he's handcuffed and they walk in with all of her shit from her kitchen and it's all just caked up with white. Oh yeah. And then he uh-huh. he takes his finger and then he licks it and he's like smiles and they're like bye bye asshole and then he puts <laughs> his head in his hands. And he, you know, it's like that's what did it. So yeah, he's looking at twenty five years. He goes to Polly, and luckily, like he doesn't get killed. But Polly is that was like, an intense I'm, scene. It's like I fucking told you not to screw around with this shit. He's like, now you know I got to turn my back on you. Yeah, like, we don't know each other now. So he's like, Polly, I got nothing. So he reaches in his pocket and he's got like a wad of cash and he hands it to him and he's like, yeah, now or we're done. Bye. Yeah. And How much is it? It's $3,000. $3,000 yeah. for a lifetime, a lifetime of servitude. Yeah. Well, he went like behind that. his back. Yeah, that's his own Oh, fault. yeah, and then she, Karen goes and sees him, right? We're talking about Robert De Niro? No, Pauly. Okay. Yeah. Well, Karen goes and sees Robert De Niro, right? Yeah. Oh, about that the was... furs? Yeah. 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 She's going to go pick up some furs, and Robert De Niro is like, yeah, go right in there. Look, there's some dresses. You're going to love them. Just but- right Right in there, in that alley. And she looks in, and it's like a dark alley with, like, some strange dudes in it. And she's like, no, I gotta run. (laughs) And she gets in her car and, like, speeds off. So he was definitely trying to kill her, right? Yeah, he was gonna kill her and Henry. Like, they're the last loose ends of the big score, the $6 million score. They were the only ones that didn't get killed because of the drug thing. Now the drug thing's over. And then that's when they met in that, um, like, diner, right? He meets in the diner. I was so nervous. I had to meet in a public place so I didn't get fucking killed. Yeah. Yeah. So like at the at the diner, well, it's not. It's at this diner. I don't think it's at this time. Maybe earlier. Mm-hmm. Oh, I missed the I whole like part earlier. about Billy Bats. So the guy in the trunk in the beginning is oh, that's okay, Billy Bats. Okay. He's a made man. They go to Henry Hill's club one night, and he starts talking off, mouthing off to Joe Pesci about go get your fucking shine box, shine my shoes. And Joe Pesci's got... Oh, he's a hothead. Yeah, That's Joe Pesci's like a hothead. He's got pride, and he fucking... They beat this guy to death. Yeah. So, well, the truth, true story about that is, like, that that did, interaction did happen, but the truth is, like, uh, Jimmy Conway was... Uh, t- when that guy went to jail, when Billy Bats went to jail, Jimmy Conway took over his, like, um, bookie thing. And when he, the guy got out of jail, he was like, I want my bookie thing back. And he's a made man. So it's like, I, you don't have a choice. But Jimmy Conway's like, I'm not giving it up. So they fucking kill him. Yeah. But killing sense. a made man, death sentence. So they try to cover it up. It, don't, it doesn't get covered up. But then also, like, he kills, like, the poor bartender. Like, I'm just saying, oh, like, Joe Spider? Pesci. 
dance for me, spider. Yeah. Yeah, he shoots him in the foot and, and then later shoots the fuck out. That's also the guy from Sopranos. I never saw Sopranos. Oh, well, that's a, you should watch that. I know spider. I should. Spider. Um, yeah. So, yeah, there's he's a hothead. He's always doing shit. Funny how? How am I, how am I funny? Tell me, yeah. like, I'm a clown. I am, I amuse you. And, like, everyone's fucking scared of Tommy. And then, like, the dude at the restaurant, he's like, I just want you to pay your bill. And, like, Joe Pesci's being an asshole. Yeah, he got him by the tie. And he's like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Joe Pesci's a fucking asshole. So, the true story about this is, like, when Henry Hill goes to jail, his wife, Karen, starts fucking Polly. No! Yeah. And then one day, Tommy tries to, like, rape her. And, uh. Who's Tommy again? Joe Pesci tries to rape Karen. Oh no! And it, and it doesn't go through, but she tells Polly. Uh huh. And and Polly's like, "There's something." Polly's gonna, Robert something's De Niro, happen. right? Polly is like the big uh, the Don Don guy. Yeah. Oh shit! She was fucking the Don. Yeah. So when Henry Hill gets out of uh, a jail and finds out that Tommy tried to rape his wife, he goes and tells Polly everything about Joe Pesci. Tells mm-hmm. him, like, well, he fucking killed Billy Bats. Did you know that? And that's how Joe Pesci gets killed. Mm-hmm. But they don't say that in the movie. But anyway. So, yeah. Joe Pesci does get killed. He thinks he's going to get made. And he walks into a room. I love that. There's that, oh, shit. And then pop, pops him in the back that of was the head. An, that yeah. was amazing. Yeah, crazy scene. Um, Robert Nero finds out and, like, cries. And he's like, I'd never seen Jimmy cry before. Because, like, he was... It was Joe Pesci getting made. Was Robert Nero was also getting made. Like you're connected mm-hmm. to to Joe Pesci. No one can fuck with you. Yeah. So, anyway, long story short, when Henry Hill gets busted, he decides to flip. I mean, and like the backstory is kind of like you know, Paulie's fucking his wife, and you know, Tommy was trying to fuck his wife. But yeah, so he decides that yeah, I'm gonna rat on all these dudes who don't actually really care about me, and I'm gonna save my skin from 25 years of jail time. He goes into witness protection. Ooh, cool story. The guy who's the FBI agent who's telling them about witness protection is the real cop that arrested Henry Hill. Oh, cool. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, he goes into witness protection. Everybody goes to fucking jail. Um, and and he's like, now look at me. I'm a regular old schmuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like suburbia. They gave me egg noodles with ketchup. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he lives in, like, fucking Idaho or, or Omaha. That's where they put him, Omaha, Nebraska. And he's, like, in a suburb, and he fucking hates it. The true story, Henry Hill, after this, goes, starts selling drugs again, starts selling cocaine. No fucking way. Yeah, and gets kicked out of witness protection program. Good. So he can't get a job. He can't sell drugs. So what he does is sells his story, and that's how now we can talk about this story. Great story. Oh, I'm glad well, he did it. But. I guess good for him, though, for selling his story. And then rest in peace. Henry Hill died in 2012. Yeah, but how long do you think it took for him to be like, hey, listen to the story? What do you mean? You know, like, he like he would have to find the right person. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm sure he was... Uh, everyone that wanted to kill him was in jail, I guess. But it would still have to be a nerve-wracking thing to be like... Like, did he write a book or did he just find, like, first. a producer? The book came first. The book's called Wise Guys. It's based off of a book. Oh, okay. And then Martin Scorsese um, directed Goodfellas, which was originally called Wise Guys, but they changed it. Um. Oh, and Joe Pesci got a Oscar for best actor for being an asshole. Yeah. Mm. Funny how. <laughs> I give this film ten out of ten wise guys. <laughs> 
I gave it a hundred wise guys earlier. I love this movie. Oh. Oh, we both did wise guys. Yeah. Oh fuck. That's okay. I'll give it a hundred good fellas. <laughs> I'll give it um. Or a hundred pink Cadillacs. Yeah. I'll give it um. Hundred fur coats. Um, ooh, I give it a six out of seven cocaine lines. Yeah, that's pretty good. Ten out of ten Karens. <laughs> Karen. <laughs> Apollo one. I swear to God, I thought this whole time his name was Francis Ford Capala. Capala. <laughs> Coppola. Oh, Francis Coppola? F. Coppola. Coppola sounds like a type of like salami. I think he lives in Sicily now. Are he still somewhere. alive? Yeah, he runs the winery. Oh. I think it is some kind of meat. Yeah. I've heard that. Yeah, Cop- uh, Coppola, it's like a spicy salami. I swear I'm not making it up. Oh, sure you're right. It's like a super spicy one. Oh, uh, Gabagool? <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I heard that Francis Ford Coppola is uh, in Italy, like, in the young girls, though. Like, there's, like, a rumor going around that he, like, bangs 16-year-olds. He's like hanging 70. out with, uh, what's the other old man that went over there? The old man director that banged a little Martin girl? Martin Scorsese? No. no. I don't know. I mean, it's Hollywood. I guess they all fucking do it. Yeah. No, he was like a really fucking famous director. He did the the Ninth Gate, that piece of shit movie. That was a good movie. Yeah, but with Johnny Depp, when he oh my god, he fucks the devil, and she's like this hot girl. What? (laughs) Wait, is this uh, is this that movie with Brendan Fraser? No. Oh, what's that movie? I'm talking about where he gets wishes from the devil. Yeah. No. The meat you were thinking of is. Capicolo. Oh, yeah, that's it. See, I'm more Italian than you, Mike. Yeah. You know, they make it with Coca-Cola. Capicola. <laughs> Thank you, Jake. Yeah, you're welcome. Gabagool, though. Morgan's reviewing The Godfather, right? Yeah. All right. Um, I would just like to state that I've read the book, mm-hmm. and I've only seen this movie once. Okay. But I read the book first before I saw this movie. Tell us about the book. I heard there's a lot of uh, intimate details. <laughs> about Sonny's dick? Yes. Yes, that's what I'm referring to. <laughs> Which they did not go into in the movie. Was, no, they don't. <laughs> I was very disappointed. <laughs> Do you think his, he has a fro son. down there, too? Yes, definitely. <laughs> it's like a horse's mane to go with his horse stick. <laughs> <laughs> it's like all braided and shit. <laughs> oh my god! Um, That's so funny. The mo- the book is phenomenal. Like, couldn't put it down. I was like, oh my god, how do I join the mafia? I'm pro-mafia. I mean, I still kind of am. Well, that's how Goodfellas made me feel. And then I watched all those Henry Hill like uh, interviews, and he was like, no, it's fucking terrible. Those people are psychopaths. Yeah, I guess the I movies just make it out day. like too good to be true. Because I'm like, yeah, fuck the system. I'm with the mafia. Like, I understand the dawn. I mean, the movie is good. Don't get me wrong. It's just like, it's so dramatized. Where I'm like, this is fucking stupid, you know? Well, back in the day, I like, I guess in... When did this take place? That World War Two happens. I'm pretty sure. So 40s, 30s, and 40s. This they probably were like that. You know, it probably was really cool to be in the mafia. But like once the FBI cracks down on that shit, it's not cool. Yeah, and I guess also the 
the part where like you can get killed and no one will ever find your body and no one cares. Right. <laughs> Sleeping with the fishes. Never talk on the phone. That's yeah. the only way they could get you back then. And like always being the paranoid. <laughs> so what happens in this movie? I don't remember how it starts. I can tell you a lot about it, Big but I don't Italian know how it starts. How do you not remember how it starts? It's, it's been the day a of my daughter's so. wedding. Yeah. You come to me. What's the, the day of my daughter's wedding? Probably Stephanie. Something Italian. <laughs> oh, shit. I just spilled. Crystal. I dripped wine uh-huh. on your tabletop. I'm so sorry. Jesus, Mike. <laughs> Every fine. time I come over, it's fine. I let you spill shit. It comes all the way That's from Argentina. <laughs> At least it didn't come out of my mouth this time. Yeah, thank you for that. You're going to be swimming with the fishes. <laughs> Oh, Connie. 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 So, um, open up. It's Connie's Corleone. wedding. It's like a big fucking Italian wedding. They, Like you mentioned in the previous movie, they have this big fucking sack. And all these people are handing them stacks of money. And they're putting yeah. this big, like, you know, like red velvet bag. Everybody pays their respects to the Don. Exactly. You have to. And he's, like, nowhere to be seen. It's like what looks like hundreds of people in like their backyard. It's like totally over the top, like her dress, just like everyone too. They're like singing Italian songs, you know, Italian shit. So there's, yeah. 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 That song literally plays. Yeah. They're singing that shit. So they're like introducing the family. There's Sonny, who I think is the oldest one. He's like a hothead, but he's like a ladies' man. He's got the big horse dick. Um, big afro. He's played by James Kahn. That's why his head's oh, yeah, so James hot. Kahn. <laughs> yeah. Or James Kahn. Yeah. Um, and then there is, um, I think there's three sons, right? Al Pacino and then is, the, is the middle Michael. son. Michael. Al Pacino Michael. is Michael. Michael's Michael. My, oh, I thought Fredo was the youngest. Oh, Fredo, Fredo gets youngest. passed over because he's weak. Yeah. Michael's the youngest. Oh, so yeah. Fredo's, Fredo's the, the middle, middle one. Yeah. He's like a little bitch. Michael doesn't want anything to do with and the then family, they got though, a, right? Yeah, so Michael's next, or Tom, Connie. Tom Hagen, who's like kind of an adopted son. Yeah. yeah. He's Connie's in the mix somewhere, but they don't really Robert care because she's a girl. Duvall, great actor. Um, But let's go back to Michael because at first he's like not really in the movie and he's not really like in the book either just all you know about michael is that like he joins the army he wants yeah. nothing to do with the family he's dating a non-italian girl yeah. that Kay like Adams. he hasn't told the mo- oh, the um his family about I, they're at the wedding and they're like sitting at a table by themselves and she's like should we go talk to people he's like no she's like so <laughs> excited and she like doesn't know what's going on and he's like it's not me i think he like, even joins the army just like i need to get away from my family yeah exactly like he's kind of like the black sheep of the family yeah. and he wants to like actually go to school and like make like do it the right way and the family like doesn't understand that and they yeah. don't understand why he's dating an american girl they say um find you a good old italian woman yeah so he's not really like in it in the beginning it's um and then fredo's in there but like i said he's a little bitch and then yeah. connie we don't find out until later, but Connie marries like a fucking asshole, oh, which yeah. he's she not even Italian. Shit too, I he's, think. um, I don't even say what he is. He's like a blonde, like good looking dude. But we found out later that he like beats her and, yeah. and, but really he beats her because he's so upset that the family like didn't accept him and they give him shit jobs and shit, yeah. you know? 
but but when you're connected to the family asshole. it's like you can never do anything without their approval right but like they like, won't move them up yeah she's in like com- she can never do anything she's like they completely control her every move mm-hmm. even when well we're not gonna get there i'm not gonna get the but then two, okay so but- about the sack of money he's like he's never seen this shit before and he's so excited about it that he takes the whole sack of money and he like spends it on like hookers and drugs and like connie never sees like a penny of it and when she asks him he just like fucking punches her that's a good relationship Mm -mm. but she didn't know your woman in a place (laughs) she didn't know that he was like that until after they got married which is pretty sad and of course, now they're expected to like. Make yeah, that's babies. why you don't get married on like the second date, like they used to do in the '30s or whatever. Yeah. Oh, and then also during the wedding, well, while all this is happening, like Michael's like explaining sort of some of the family to Kay, and she's like, you know, a little girl at a candy store. She's like, "Who's this? Who's that?" And he's yeah. like, "Whatever." She's played by Diane, uh, Diane Keaton. Yeah. What? She's amazing. It's been a while since I saw this. I didn't know. It's an old ass movie, Mike. What year did this come out? 1972. Oh, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then the second one comes out like a two or three years later? Something like that. Okay. Yeah. I need to see that one. So anyway, um, the Don is upstairs. He has meetings with certain people. It gets to that. But while he's upstairs, someone comes in and like everybody's screaming. Like asking like he's like fucking Elvis. And he is Johnny Fontaine. He's like... Oh, the a, singer. Yeah, he's a big... He's pretty much like... He's um, supposed to be... Uh, Sinatra. Sinatra, like Sinatra. Yeah. yeah. he's kind of Blue like eyes, old blue eyes. Yeah, so everyone's in love with him, and nobody really knows that the Godfather is truly Johnny Fontaine's, like, Godfather. Oh, So Johnny man. Fontaine is, like, who he is because of the Godfather. He helped him in Hollywood. Like, he made him. Yeah, he makes him, yeah. So he came to show his respects to... Like at the wedding. So they introduce you to the Godfather, Don Corleone. Corleone. AKA. Corleone. How do you say his name? Corleone. What the fuck? Corleone. Okay, assholes. I'm going to say Corleone because I'm a stupid American. <laughs> this is what happens when you read books, though, because like you, yeah. it's how you say it in your head. And I realize, like, I don't know how to pronounce anything. And I'll try to have a conversation with someone about a book. And they're like, the fuck are you talking about? Uh-huh. Why are you saying it like that? Right. Well, time I read um like a Japanese book and I told someone like some of the characters and they're like, what the fuck? Because <laughs> <laughs> she had read the book and she's like, you're saying it all. <laughs> Akira. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um. Anyway. So there's a group of men wanting to talk to him because the saying goes or the tradition goes like on your daughter's wedding day, you can't refuse anybody who yeah. wants to come pay their respects or talk to there's you. There's like a or, line. Or is people. it who, like who wants to ask for a favor, right? A favor, yeah. Yeah. So there's a group of men coming to ask for a favor. And I know one of the guys, I think he's like a baker and his daughter, who he says is ugly, has like, a friendship with this Italian man who came over because he likes bread. No, he raped her and he wants the Don to kill the guy. And he's like, but no. your daughter's still alive. Isn't she? Well, then oh, that's not, not the fair. Yeah. No, it was like, uh, it was like, I'll rape him. Yeah. <laughs> Make it fair. That's because no. you come to me on the day of my daughter's wedding. That's no. pretty good. Kill a man. Yeah. The no, thing too. the baker, that's pretty good. 
The baker was the one who his daughter was trying to marry this like fugitive from Italy, and the cops were after him. So dude, the you're Don talking was about like, some book shit, dude, because that don't happen in the movie. Yeah, I don't think so. The Don was like, let me help you with this fugitive so your ugly daughter can marry this Italian guy. Yeah, that's totally But bullshit. there's another dude who was like, yeah, my daughter went on a date with these two American boys. They beat her up and raped her. They went to court. Nothing happened to him because they were good American boys. This was like their first. First offense. First offense. And also like they're wealthy. So he wanted to get revenge on the boys. And the dog's like, yeah, I'm going to handle it. Yeah. I'm going to go rape him personally. (laughs) Jesus. (laughs) No. And Luca Brasi has a turn talking to him, right? And he's like, Don Carleone. Thank you for meeting with me. He's like practicing it and shit. (laughs) He's like super loud. He doesn't have an inside voice. He's just like, good job. Isn't Luca is like the enforcer, right? He's like their bodyguard. Yeah. 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 Oh, and also, um, Tom Hagen is his. uh, How do you? I don't even want to say this word. Consigliere. Yeah, that person. But it's like. None of the other top families like that because Tom Hagen is an Italian. He's like adopted, right? And they, he's like Irish. But right? the Don sent him to school to be like learn how to become an accountant. He handles all their money, or a lawyer. A yeah, lawyer. That's what he becomes. Yeah. So while um, Johnny Fontaine is there, he says that he wants to become an actor in this big movie, and like the role was made for him. But this big top. Um, Los Angeles producer was like, fuck you. I hate you. We're never doing that. So the Don sends Tom Hagen to go persuade the the guy. Yeah, Yeah, the director. Yeah, that's where you learn he's a lawyer. He's like, yes, I only have one client. Yeah, Yeah. he is a lawyer. You may have heard of him. Yeah. Yeah, and then um, also what's going on is there's this guy. I want to say they call him. Wait, are you going to get to what they do with the guy from the movie? They no. put the horse head in his bed. I mean, I was going to get to that later, but oh, yeah. I thought that was nasty. So he was like, fuck you. I don't care who your client is. Like, I'm the biggest guy ever. But Tom Hagen goes to his house for dinner. And he's like, let's meet up again, blah, blah, blah. And so Tom Hagen sees that the producer like was into little girls. Ew. Yeah. I guess this is probably just in the book, not in the movie. I don't remember this part. Yeah. And the mom was like pimping on her little girl. So the little girl could be famous. So Tom Hagen sees this and he's like, I'm going to use this to my advantage. And also he sees the horse, the, the horse who's worth like a fucking million dollars. Yeah. And he cuts the head off and puts, puts it in his bed. <laughs> and the guy's bed. The guy wakes up and he's like, why is my bed is, why is my bed when he Wet, like yeah. looks up and he sees blood and then he sees this fucking horse head it's like a super in his famous bed. Scene. It's fucking awesome. Yeah, and they start screaming and they pan out and you see the outside yeah. of the house and you still hear the scream. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's when he knew like can't fuck with that dude. And then Frank Sinatra, I mean, whatever Frank his name, Sinatra. gets the part. <laughs> yeah, he gets the part. So another thing that's happening with the Don is that this guy comes to him saying, hey, do you want to go into the drug business with me? I think they call him the, the Turkish okay, guy, right? I don't, I forgot his the name. Turk? Yeah, the Turk. And the Turk's like, you want to do drugs with me? Like, you're going to make this much money. Like, other families are going in with me. And then Don's like, no. Like, I don't touch that shit. Like, good for you. I hope you make all the money. But, like, I'm out. Yeah. Well, the Turk gets his fucking feelings hurt. And he tries to f- shoot the Don. Sensitive Turk. Oh, yeah. yeah I was, like, out in the street him. one day. Yeah, that Don's literally buying fruit. Because, you know, he's a nice guy. He, like, gives everyone money. And he's buying fruits. And they fucking shoot him. And so he's like on his deathbed for a while and yeah. Sonny has to Sonny take over. over. But yeah. Sonny's a fucking hothead. 
And he wants revenge. He wants revenge. And, like, everybody knows who shot the dog. It's the fucking Turk. Isn't the this guy also in bed with, like, a crooked cop? Yeah, they, they're mm-hmm. in bed with the cops and the other crime family. Yeah, yeah. the other, the second biggest crime family. Oh, I forgot their names. Oh, yeah. It, this, like, sparks a war, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then, while that is going on, they send Luca to go spy on the Turk and all that family because that family, what's the family's name? The Tat, I don't even want to say it. The Gambinos. The, look, this name, Jake. The Tataglia. Tataglia family. They own, like, all the, like, strip clubs. Like, they're into that scene. Yeah, I've seen this movie a thousand times and never knew that they were the Tataglias. I don't, I don't even think they say that in the movie. Yeah. yeah. But so yeah, the, Luca Brasi goes undercover, right? Yeah, so the Tataglias. He's like tit for Tataglia. <laughs> Thanks, Dad. <laughs> they um, own like strip clubs and, you know, shit like that. So Luca goes undercover. And that's As a where, stripper? <laughs> I'm here to show you my breasts. <laughs> <laughs> and he sees the Turk. And basically, they all know why Luca's there, but they pretend like Lu- Luca's pretending like he wants to go in with them, but really they know that Luca's spying on them. So I what happens, and I don't like it. So they kill him. Yeah, and, and they, they mail him fish. Yeah, they stab his yeah. hand to the bar uh-huh. and then can wire him. Okay, yeah. yeah, I don't want to go into it, but yeah, but it's kind of scary. But they send Luca him. Was like a scary person. He's a big dude. He's yeah, a scary. There's a reason person. he's the enforcer. Right. So they mail. So the fact they that they him, killed him. They mail him fish, and and Sonny doesn't that, even know that what that means. means. sleeps with the fish. Yeah, he's like, this yeah. is an old Italian. Sonny's thing. an idiot. Sonny is an American. You know, he's an American in an Italian family. Those things get lost in translation. It was Sonny didn't know what who it was. Sonny, or didn't, Sonny didn't know what it was, but yeah. I want to say that like Tom Hagen did. Uh, uh, Tom Hagen probably knew. Somebody t- somebody tells him yeah. that's like, hey, it's an old so, Italian thing. So the family's trying to persuade Sonny to join them because they're like, listen, we killed Luca. Like, what else are you going to do? And Hagen is like, no, we can't. He's like, like this is going to start a war. We can't retaliate. Right. But and- Michael's back at this point, right? Yeah. And then, like, Michael never mm-hmm. wanted to get involved, but he's he like, now he sees his dad in jail. Oh, no, no, no not, dad, I mean, not, not in jail, no, in the hospital. Dad is not, and and so, right Michael here. being smart is like, they're going to try to kill him. He's like, at, he's weak right now. Yeah. Because they hired men from the police to guard the Don. Yeah. Is but it then even a Michael, hospital? It's like one room, kind of. No, he's not a hospital. It's like weird hospital. Well, he has his own private room, and they hire men. Well, when Michael goes to visit his dad, like, randomly in the middle of the night, none of the men are there. So oh, Michael's yeah. like, fuck. So he talks to this nurse, and he's like, listen, we're moving my dad right now. Men are coming to kill him. Yeah. So they, they hurry up and is. move him. Yeah. They hurry up and move him. Opportunity is so good in this movie. And yeah. then, um... Like, men come in. Well, Michael goes out front to smoke a cigarette. Who's the guy he's with? It's just some, like, random Italian dude just coming to say hi to the Don. No, it's not the random Italian. It's the Italian guy who married the ugly lady. Yeah. And he came to thank him. He came to thank him. Yeah. Uh I'm glad I told that part of the story. (laughs) Um, So he came to thank him and, like, pay his respects to the Don. So Michael's like, listen, throw that shit away. The Put flowers, your hands yeah. in your pockets. Yeah. Let's smoke a cigarette and pretend like we're just out here. So a car pulls up slowly and they're like shaking. They're like so they fucking know. scared. Like hold yeah. the cigarette. Especially the and the car guy. like and it, like slows down and like looks at him and they like drive off really fast. You did good. 
Yeah. Uh-huh. So that happened. But so then the Michael saved his up. father. And that's when you realize, like, damn, like, Michael's smart. He needs to stick around. Yeah. Like, fuck Sonny. He should have been the one to take over the family. Sonny couldn't do it. Well, I mean, they always knew that. Well, no, hold like, on. In the right? book, they always said Sonny was never supposed to take over. And they knew that Fredo was a little bitch. So they were always counting on Michael to take over, Michael, even though Michael yeah, hated the he family. He decides he wants, wants to take it over after this next part where the cops come. Mm-hmm. And they're like, yeah, because the, the people that drove by told the cops and the cops yeah, were like what are you doing are dirty. they were paid by the salazzo yeah, family exactly so, the cop punches michael in the face and like breaks his jaw oh and it's the police chief. you can see it in his eyes that's when he decides fuck all these guys i think he even has a broken jaw when this next part happens. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yep so the it's police like chief broke his jaw his teeth and everything and it fucked him up so badly that it messed with his sinuses so even though it's not in the movie in the book, it says that his face looked different, and he always had, like, a runny nose because of it. It was, like, <laughs> That's constantly... That's so intimidating. It was constantly running, and he always had to blow it because it fucked up his sinuses so bad. And, like, he could have gone to get surgery to get it fixed, but he, like, took it as, a, like, a battle wound. It was, like, a constant reminder of him to, like, take over the family and, like, to fuck the police. That's gangster. You come yeah. to me, <laughs> my daughter's <laughs> wedding. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> so after that, Michael's like, I'm taking over. Like, fuck this. Well, I, he, I don't think he says he's going to take over. He's like, I know what I need to do for the family, and I'm going to yeah. take this hit. Oh, because basically, this, this is also his way to get away at the same time as, like, get revenge for his father right Right. well after this happens sonny goes all brutal and he kills one of the sons who like own who runs a strip yeah but he was like a young kid or something right no not really he was just one of the sons oh like another dirty dude yeah because that happens that's when they plot to murder the turk Turk and the cop and the cop who busted his face yeah so in the book, they're going back and forth on meeting, on like tailing each other, and like you know who's gonna play it Wait, safe and Sonny who's not. Wait, doesn't die before then? No, Sonny not yet. Dies after he pops the dude. I thought Sonny died after. Spoiler alert: Sonny dies. Yeah, Sonny dies. <laughs> but for killing the dude, y'all were just talking. Irregardless, I think <laughs> um, Michael volunteers for this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that the plan is they're gonna hide a revolver in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. They know they're the, gonna go there days before and do it. Yeah, they meet somewhere way off of their territory, but somehow they know the guy that runs the place. Right, and it's like, like a neutral zone. Yeah, and and he, there's gonna be people there. He like t- duct tapes a gun or something right. in the toilet. And, um, but you find out in the book that the cop really is a good guy. He's just doing this extra stuff because he wants his kids to like go to college and live a good life and like not be dirty. They will now because well, they have could, life insurance money. He could get a second, <laughs> yeah, right. He could get a second job. You know, like you actually like the book makes you, you feel for the guy. He really is a good guy and like he he doesn't want to do this shit. He's not like the Irish. Yeah, they make him a piece guy. of shit yeah, in the movie. Yeah. He's Irish. He doesn't like the Italians, but he just really wants the best for his kids. But y'all don't care. Nah, fuck that dude. <laughs> fuck books. You punch Michael Carleone? I don't like you. Yeah, so he meets them in a Bronx restaurant, and, like, they pat him down. They pick him up at, yeah. like, some random location, even though, like, his people are tailing them. They pat him down. They go to the restaurant. Pretty sure the restaurant's, like, right under the subway track, too. Yeah. You can, like, and he, like, hear yeah. it. Yeah, and, like, he, really part and, of like they order, ambiance. like, food in Italian, and the cop's like, fuck it, I'm eating it anyway. And they start speaking in Italian so the cop doesn't know what's going on. And he's like, on. I'll have the gabagool. 
If it and, comes back cold, I'll send it back. It's funny because in the book, the cops never had Italian food, and he's like, "This shit's pretty good." Because <laughs> in the book, you like he's hear it from his perspective, and he's like, "I don't know what they're talking about, but this shit's good. I'm gonna keep on eating he's it." Like this shosh, it's got too many onions. <laughs> um. So yeah, he goes to the bathroom and he comes out and he just sheeps them both. Yeah, That's and it's it. like, dude, it's such a like intense scene because you could see it in his face and it's really quiet mm-hmm. and you like you know he's like, I'm about to fucking commit double homicide. Like and it's but, like, but he's ruining not their lives but also his life. Yeah, and he's sitting there like looking at the gun run. in his hand and, and they he's got like, like the blood mist. It looks like really realistic. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's really mist good. Comes out of his head. Mm-hmm. I think he even looks at the guy behind the bar and he like throws his hands up and he looks right at him and he just walks drops the gun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then so there's a car around the corner to pick him up. He takes like a um like a cargo container ship to Italy. There's some yeah, dudes Sicily. there that are gonna like take care of him. This girl there is gonna take care of him too. Ooh. <laughs> mm-hmm. 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 Her nipples are the same color as her skin tone. <laughs> and they're puffy. I remember that was my first time seeing puffy nipples as a kid, and I was I was thought it was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. I remember I would like put on the movie for the first time. Puffy nipples are it... cool, you guys. <laughs> Hashtag puffy nipples. <laughs> is it is it just an Italian thing, Mike? Puffy nips. I don't fucking no. <laughs> so now it's like full on war between the five families. Mm-hmm. This is when Sonny war. dies. Sonny dies as a response to the Turk and the cop getting killed. Mm-hmm. Ooh, okay. Yeah. So Michael's in um, Sicily. Um, oh, Fredo. We forgot to mention this. Fredo was there to talk about Fredo? when the Don First got name shot. Al, last name Fredo. <laughs> Fredo was there when the Don got shot and he, he fucking broke down. He like, he was like shaking and he couldn't speak. Yeah, he like, even, like whatever. So yeah. yeah, he doesn't do anything. He's a pussy. He doesn't do anything. He's a fucking he pussy. So they, but ship- he knows it too. That's the right. worst part. He's like, I know I'm a fuck up. Yeah. No, I'm like, I can't do anything. Right. Well, so they ship him to Las Vegas. Yeah. To like have a fresh start. We'll get to Las Which Vegas. Which a lot of this later. shit is true. All like all of this movie, like it may not be about the Corleone family, but like this shit really happened. Wait, what? Like the the gangsters taking over Vegas. Vegas? Yeah, Yeah. I didn't know any of that. That's what Vegas was. It was a gambling haven for gangsters. Mm -hmm. Oh, well, I mean, they mentioned it in the book, but it was like, oh, cool, whatever. I didn't know it was real. Yeah, so he's in Las Vegas. Sonny attacks Carlo on the street for abusing Connie one day because, like, the family finds out because oh, yeah. Connie's shown he it with bruises. The shit out of it. Yeah, and he's like, "I'm gonna kill you if it happens he, like, again." He beats him with a trash can and shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The streets and everything. <laughs> yeah. So after- those old school heavy uh-huh. trash cans. Uh-huh. So after that happens, Sonny is speeding home and he has to go through this like toll booth to get home. And while he's stopped there, that's where the other family gets him and oh, shoots him. Well, shit, it's all turns out that Carlo was a snitch and he's like, listen, Sonny's going to come beat me up and he's going to have to go through the toll booth to get home. That's where y'all get him. But you don't find out till way later. They don't wind up killing this motherfucker. Oh, they do kill Carla. Oh, I thought so. And yeah. Connie is so fucking pissed at Michael because Michael's the one who. That's right. She wants to get married like four times or something, right? And she's all oh, fucked up by the end. Oh, poor Connie. Whatever. <laughs> don't marry a snitch. <laughs> yeah. So while in Sicily, Michael's like living his best life. 
He's like, he really is. He doesn't have to work. He's like hanging out this villa. He's like with two like cool like old Italian guys, yeah, and they're he's like giving Italian. him the stories. Yeah, he's so seeing they, puffy nipples. Okay, so they walk to. <laughs> I don't. I don't know if this is in the movie, but they walk to town one day and they like eat at a little um dally, and the town's like 20, 20 minutes Wait, away. You talking about with the girl's dad? Yes. Yes, this happens in the movie. Yeah. So while they're walking to town, he gets lost because he he can't take the main road. Right. He's still kind of a wanted man. He has like two bodyguards with him. Yeah, they got people in Sicily too, so he's got to be careful. Right. So he's like walking through like the vineyards, I guess, and he sees like the most beautiful girl. And I forgot what the fuck they called it when you see a girl and you're like struck. It's not like lightning strike, is it? It's something along the lines of that. They called it a video. You've been thunderstruck. I don't know. I should know what this. I don't know. No man who cares. Whatever. It is I'm American Italian, y'all. I don't know all of this old. So Italian anyway, shit. they go to the store and like he's still like not speaking. He's just like, oh my god, like this girl, like he can't stop thinking about her. So the bodyguards are joking to the the owner of the shop about this girl, and the guy's like, oh, describe her. I might know her. He's like curly hair, puffy nips, like. <laughs> Blue eyes, like the most beautiful thing. I've oh, ever puppy seen. nips! Yeah, I know that girl. Yeah. <laughs> and, so the, and so the dude's like, "That's my daughter," and he just like is fucking pissed. He yeah, but he does like, it the right way though. Like the dad doesn't like him, but he winds up like smoozing the dad. And yeah. Getting oh him yeah. To Michael's a talker. Him. Yeah. Yeah. He talked his way into Dude, that. Dude, Al Pacino is so good in this movie. Yeah. So long story short, they get married, and. Oh no, I just remember so what happened. They're not married long and they're planning on going back to America, oh, I guess. Or yeah, I don't know. They're planning on going somewhere. Gonna teach and her how to like, drive. Yeah, he's like, pull the car around for me and teach her how to drive. And she gets in the car and yeah, it blows up. It blows up. Oh. But then after it blows up, he like looks out the window and he sees that one of the bodyguards is running away. And oh, the bodyguard yeah. like sold him out. He gets, does he get this guy? I think he gets oh, this yeah, guy. Oh, yeah, he gets the guy. I don't remember the name, but he gets the guy. Yeah. Yeah. So he returns to America and he's. Wait, doesn't he go back and he's like, hey, here's my old girlfriend. Like, I never left. Yeah, he <laughs> does. You don't even know I was yeah, married. He kind doesn't tell of. her anything. She's like, you never wrote to me. And he's like, I was staying away from you. And she's like, well, I still loved you this whole time. Like, I know about your family. I still love you. And he's like, I love you too. Like, Damn. Sicily was terrible. I don't want to talk about it. And she's like, okay. There were no puffy nipples at all. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, why does it look like you have a, a ring mark on your <laughs> finger there? <laughs> <laughs> um. So back in America... Um, the five families are like full on war. Like everybody's yeah. blowing up everybody. Well, it's just the two families, but it's affecting everybody's business. Well, yeah, because also the other families are like taking sides. Oh. And now, like now the Corleone. Yeah, you got it. Now the Corleone family, like they're viewed as as weak when really they used to be the the top they were number one. Yeah, they were number one, but it's like the Don. He's he. He's not all there anymore because he got shot like six times and he's an old man. Yeah, he's got a bunch of health issues and he know. I think this is when he's like, he gives it the biz- the business to Sonny, but everyone still goes to him and he's like, no, talk to my son. And they're like, oh, right. fuck, okay. Yeah, exactly. So after Sonny dies, that's when Don's like, well, fuck it. I guess I'm taking over again because Michael's in fucking Sicily, in Sicily. with puffy nips. Yeah. yeah. Nice. <laughs> so Michael comes back. He like goes back with his um 
the American girl, they marry, they have a son. He's like, oh, yeah. train. he's like pretty much training to be the new Don now. Yeah. And he's like pretty With much Tom. in control. Tom is like, uh, put to, even though they're like the same age, Tom mm-hmm. Hagen, for some reason, is like, you're going to come under my wing. Right. Well, Tom, yeah, Tom knows everything about the business. Yeah. And then Don is like, he's getting old. Like, he, he's going to die soon. Yeah. You know? So that happens, and Michael is talking about moving the family business to Las Vegas. Like, he's heard from Fredo. He's like, we're going to go there first before all the other families move. We're going to sell the olive oil company. Like, fuck that. We're leaving. Our new venture is out in Las Vegas. Oh, because they shit. already Because they already own shares in the hotel yeah. that is out there. And then there's that guy. What's his name out there it, that's, that Fredo's dealing with? Is it Mo? Mo something. Mo Green? Mo Green. Mo yeah, Green. he's a fucking asshole. This is an important name. Yeah, Mo Green is a fucking asshole. But you got also see it from Mo Green's perspective. Michael kind of shows up and he's just like, Dude. He's like, I want to buy you out. He's like, this is my hotel now. Yeah. And he's like, no, I fucking built this hotel out of nothing. And he's like, no, you don't understand. This is my hotel now. But then Fredo sides with Green, even though Green treats him like yeah. a little bitch. And what does Michael tell him? Uh-oh. He's like, don't you ever, ever pick <laughs> another side other than the family ever again. And mm. he's like, his little brother is having a talk with him about mm-hmm. like, this is, you are the family and don't fucking forget it. Yeah. Or you will not be the family. Yeah, it's like it's like a threat. Yeah. Um. So that happens, and Don, aka Vito, he's he's like out in his garden. He's like tending like the tomatoes, and he has a heart attack and dies. Oh, Isn't he playing with his? He's grandkid? playing with the grandson. Yeah. Oh, yeah. this is sad like- part. Oh, but that's in the book. He says something stupid like "life is beautiful." Like before uh, he dies, because like one of the he like, doesn't go whoa like, <laughs> like Don Vito from no. Van Margera. <laughs> Books are lame. Rude. This is a movie review podcast. Um, so at the funeral, like, of course, every fucking body like shows up and they mm-hmm. ask Michael to meet with Barzini. Is Barzini the Turkish dude? Or no, they kill the Turkish dude. I don't know who Barzini, Barzini is. Um, I don't really remember a lot of the names, though, to be honest. Well, anyway, I don't know who the fuck Barzini is, but it's funny because... At the baptism of Connie's son is the same day that Michael ends up killing Connie's husband because that's when he finds out that sh- that he's a traitor. Yeah. And like I remember, like at one point he like promised Connie, like, "Oh, I'll never hurt him. Like he'll be fine." And it does it, like we'll the same like- day. And they do yeah. it like in her living room. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. And those, don't like two other people die too, and it's all like happening while. Yeah, because the, it turns out there was the like ceremony. two traitors. Yeah. Oh, you're talking about the christening. Yeah, no. that's what. Yeah, that's what we're on. Are you talking about the christening right now, Morgan? Yeah. Oh, this is like I'm the scene. scene. This is yeah. why it's called oh, the Godfather. It was. Um, well, it's like when he. It was like I think they yeah, killed. This is him becoming. He's fucking offs everyone. This because is him becoming was, the mob boss. Wasn't it between Tessio and someone else? It was like two dudes who were like under the dawn. They had been with him since day one, and one of them was a traitor, and he couldn't figure out who. He, yeah, he kills... I'm pretty, and I think it was Tessio that he killed. He was the traitor. And then he killed Connie's husband because they were in on it, like, together, right? Um, And then he kills some guy in Vegas, I'm pretty sure. I don't remember if it's Mo Green or not. It's not Mo Green because Mo Green gets old. Um, Man, I'm really... I'm blanking. A bunch of people die. I'm pretty 
sure they kill Green. And they kill Mo Green. It's while the priest is reading, like, not the rites. He reads this thing. He's do like, you this... denounce Satan? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's like, and he has to say, like, yes, I do. And he, and while he's saying all that stuff, it's like, blah, blah, blah. And it's like people dying. And he's like, yes, I denounce Satan. Yes, I choose to follow the Lord. And it's like, yeah, you're fucking oh. hypocrite. Barzini then... is the dude who killed Sonny. So, yeah. Carlo was in on Sonny's death, and that's what he finds out that day. But it's basically like he ends the war in one day. He yeah. takes out fucking everybody. Yeah. And then it's all like... Yeah. Oh, no, but before the music, Kate comes up to him, and she's like, did you have a hand in this? Did you do this? And Michael denies it, and yeah. she knows he's lying, and she just yeah. like was like, okay. Yep. And that's when you know that he's officially the godfather. Because she can't like fucking do anything about it. She can't even do anything about her husband being murdered by her family. Right. But it's kind of sad because it's like it Michael is. never wanted this. But this he, movie is a tragedy. It's like a William it's Shakespeare It's a tragedy, tragedy for Michael and for Kay. For the, everyone. Everyone involved. There's no happy endings in this movie. In, in the whole series. Yeah, but it's just sad because he lies to her and then he closes the door on her. Yeah. Like, that's how it ends. And when and then when they're closing the door, it's like closing slowly, and he's like shaking hands with people, and it's mm-hmm. like he's the fucking Don now. Yeah. I don't know. the The original Don Carleone lives to be old. He dies playing with his grandson. That's not a bad way to go out. I mean, he yeah, did. in a rose I mean, garden. The, yeah, that's pretty cool. Even in the movie, he lived to be old. Yeah. Other other than him, though, it just sucks for everybody. Yeah. I can't yeah. think of one person that's really good for it. Yeah, I can't think of anyone in this movie that has a, a good time. Oh, that girl. Okay, so in the book, there's this girl who was fucking Sonny, and she had a great good time with him. Wait, not his wife? Because he has no, kids not the and wife. Shit. Oh, yeah, not the wife. No, she was she was Connie's best friend. Oh, so when he died, she was so sad because she was like the main his main side piece. So she moves <laughs> to Las Vegas. The family moves her because they know how torn up she is. Like they liked her, so they move her to Las Vegas. And she ends up, like, seeing the main doctor of the hotel. Like, he treats Fredo multiple times for um, STDs and shit. Ew. Yeah, and she ends up getting, like, with the doctor of the hotel. And then so she and the doctor, they go in with Michael on owning shares of the hotel. Oh, then that's how they push Mo Green out? Yeah. And then also, um, fucking what's his name? The singer, he comes in and, like, helps them, too. Yeah, that's this is true. This is why Frank Sinatra had to play at all these hotels. Wait, what? He owed the fucking mafia. Dude, hey, come on, man. His last name's Sinatra. I just, I no, he's I not Italian. Oh, I don't think he's Italian. I'm pretty sure he's not Italian. He what? was like, it was like he wanted to be a mobster, and the mobsters wanted to be famous actors and singers. Yeah. And this is the same thing that happens now with like rappers and fucking basketball players. Mm-hmm. Like, every, grass is always greener on the other side. Um, so they thought it was cool to hang out with a famous singer and he thought it was cool to hang out with a fucking mob and have connections and things got out of control his son got kidnapped you know what yeah Frank Sinatra Jr. was kidnapped did they kill Frank Sinatra Frank no (laughs) he's still alive oh no he's not Frank Sinatra Jr. yes he is he sings his dad's songs Uh, Frank Sinatra yeah the the senior is dead Y'all rate it first. I need to think of a good rating. Five out of five. Luca Brasso's. Brasso's. I give it uh, two Italian hands like this. Doing the meatball. Yeah, the meatball. It's a spicy uh, the meatball. The mozzarella. Okay. <laughs> um. Two out of two puffy nips. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh shit! I almost spit. Mike was about to spray us. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta pick my times to sip, man. Um, I will rate this. Crickets. <laughs> it's just this movie's so good, and but the book is better. Okay. One out of one books. <laughs> Seriously. Um, I will rate this a twelve out of twelve olive oil bottles. Nice. Cool. Yeah. Next up is ja- oh, it's raining. Next up is Jake, and Jake's gonna be doing oh another Al Pacino movie actually. Oh, Scarface. Is Al Pacino the Scarface? I don't know if anyone's face is scarred in this movie. No, Al Pacino's is, but yes, yeah, he? He, is, he is the Scarface. He is the Scarface. He is the so. Scarface. His name's Tony Montana. Yeah, Tony oh, Montana. Okay, he's a wait. Cuban political refugee. Yeah. So, what movie came first out of all these? Oh, wait, is Scarface God- definitely The Godfather, nineteen seventy-two? Okay, yeah. and then and Goodfellas then Scarface. Is- wait, Goodfellas- so Scarface. Goodfellas is nineteen ninety. Yeah. yeah, Scarface is nineteen eighty-three. Scarface yeah. is it Italian? It's Cuban. He's a yes. political Cuban refugee. Um. Okay, so first this of all, this is gangster movies, not Italian movies. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. Scarface. This is the movie where he's like, "Say hello to my little friend." Correct. Yeah. And he also cocaine, has cocaine, like a cocaine, lot cocaine. of cocaine. Yeah. Okay. You, okay. You got it. That's well. And she then... she did it. I rated five out of five. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've never seen this movie. I want to know what happened. Pretty, pretty much summed it up. Oh. There's well, an '80s montage in the middle of oh it. Oh my god. Yeah, there's that fucking club scene that they later goes into right, Grand well, Theft Auto right. Vice City. Yeah, <laughs> let, let's go in order. Let's go in order. So the, the movie starts off with uh, Scarface, Tony Montana, and his Tony friend uh, Wait, Manny. Wait, did he say like I'm Tony Montana? Yeah, but at this point he's not like Tony Montana. He's like Tony Montana. He's like <laughs> a normal guy. He's like a little guy. He's okay. Well, it starts off with the Al Pacino is like a little guy though. <laughs> It's gonna fucking lose it. <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead. Okay, so the film starts out with Tony Montana being interrogated by U.S. Customs because all of these Cuban refugees came over in the '80s because Fidel Castro let them, basically. Yeah. And so he sent like all his prisoners from jail, and so the U.S. Customs guys are like Castro shitting all over us, giving us all this scum, and they're interviewing. Uh, people to come into the country Mm -hmm. and so Al Pacino's in there and they're like so how'd you learn to speak English so good and he's like oh watching the the movies the cinema you know and he names a few actors I love those guys they're like yeah well what's this and they point to this tattoo on his hand he's like I tried it oh yeah I've been seeing a lot more of these it means assassin (laughs) and so they're not buying his story and they throw him into a detention camp and he's on his way to the detention camp in the on a bus and he's sitting next to his friend from Cuba, Manny. And he goes, oh, what? Ha- no, no, it's, it's tall, <laughs> handsome friend, Manny. And he, and he tells him, he's like, oh, what happened? I thought you told me to tell him you were, you were in a sanitarium and you were healed. He goes, oh, you said a sanitarium? I thought you said sanitation. <laughs> and he goes, you should have kept your mouth shut. They would have thought you was a horse. <laughs> Only with a Cuban accent. I don't know what accent I I'm don't get it. Because he's a big, tall... God, but um, uh, I'm both these movies. I have Cubans and Italians in my family. I'm not actually blood related to the Cubans, but um, so yeah. Once they get to the detention center, um, a riot breaks out, and they start uh, chanting "Libertad, Libertad," which means freedom. Yeah, because they're you know breaking out, I guess. And uh, but before the riot breaks out, someone tells uh Tony Montana, 
hey, kill this dude, Rabanga. It's like one of Castro's people that like Castro abandoned and sent to the camp. But they all hate him because he did fucked up shit in Cuba. So someone comes up to Tony Montana and they're like, hey, uh, kill Rabanga. So while they're all chanting, Libertad, Libertad, and they're all freaking out in tents and like throwing their beds around, Tony Montana comes up behind Rabanga and he goes, hey, well, he actually Manny steps he goes, Rabanga! And Rabanga's like all scared and shit. And then Tony Montana stabs him and it's like, oh, fuck. I mean, he shanks him? Yeah, he shanks the shit out of him. And so Stomach's they. Stomach's the worst place to get stabbed, too. Yeah. And um, because. Out for like seven hours. And uh, because he killed Rabanga. The, the dude who wanted Rabanga dead is like a hot shot in Miami, and he gets them out of, he gets them a green card. He gets them out of the detention center. Oh, cool. Nice. Yeah, so now Tony Montana's like washing dishes at a, like a little Cuban place or whatever, and um, his boy Manny like comes up to check on him, and he comes out of the dish pit, and he's like, I came to America to pick gold out of the streets. Look at me. My hands look like onions or something, because, you know, he's washing dishes. Yeah. But then Manny's like, no. prunes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Manny's like, hey, you remember the guy you did the Rabanga hit for? He's got some more work for us, man. And Tony Montana's like, all right, cool. So they go to this dude's house, Frank. And Frank is like, you know, Miami Vice, Coke Lord. So they go into Frank's house, and it's like really big and nice. And um, Frank's old lady's there. Oh, this is the skinny blonde. Yeah, skinny blonde girl. I don't remember her name. <laughs> yeah, her name is Michelle Pfeiffer. And it is Michelle Pfeiffer. In oh, the movie, her name is Elvira. Alvira, yeah, oh. I knew it was a weird name. It's uh, it reminds me of Alvi- Elvira, the mm-hmm. yeah, the, the uh, like gothy lady. Yeah. So, um, so Frank Lopez comes down. Um, well, you know they, the ladies in their first drinking, so he meets her first. You know Michelle Pfeiffer, and they kind of flirt a little bit. And oh, then, he definitely. Yeah. Flirt. And then Frank comes down, and then it's all business. And Frank's like, I got a job for you, and it's like, uh, just supposed to be a drug deal. You know what I mean? So he goes, the next scene, it's daytime in Miami, and they go to like a shitty motel where the drug deal is supposed to be going on, and they go up there, and it's uh, some kind of, it's not a Cuban, it's some kind of other ethnicity, and he's like, I fucking hate this ethnicity of Hispanic people, I'm pretty sure. Um, But it turns out that they were just planning on stealing the money and keeping their drugs. And killing Tony Montana and his and friend his Angel, friend. Yeah. Angel Hernandez, mm. who they actually, actually chain Angel up in, in, a, the, in the bathtub, yeah, in the in shower, the bathtub, and they kill. They chop him up with a chainsaw. Yeah, not. Um, that scene's fucking brutal. Yeah, they kill his. Yeah, it, it is. It's like his. It like shows his head, and yeah. they and he's, they're cutting off. his arms off, and he's alive, and he's just screaming. Mm-hmm. And and, and uh, yeah, and Al Pacino's just like kind of like. Uh, you know, wincing, behind, yeah, behind like the shower curtain, blood just hitting it and shit. Yeah, blood and, spraying everywhere. Yeah, and somehow, oh, I think Tony Montana like kicks the guy with the chainsaw, and the chainsaw kind of like goes haywire, and he like gets free, and then he gets their gun, he gets their drugs too, and he goes out into the street, and they're like following him, and he pops them in the middle of the street in the head, yeah, in front of like all these witnesses, yeah, in front of everybody, yeah, but he makes out, but he's still like, I think he's still got handcuffs or something on, yeah, right? like, like a one hand maybe, yeah, yeah. But uh, so he makes off with the drugs and the money. He gets on the phone and with Frank, and he's like, "You got the stuff?" Yeah. He goes, "Yeah, I got the stuff, I got and the I money. got the money." Frank's like, "Oh, good job!" <laughs> and he got the money. Yeah, he's all impressed. Yeah. So he like he tells him, "Meet me in the nightclub." Basically, like, is it the to- Roxbury? It basically, it's like a it's a club <laughs> yeah. with it's a white club with fucking Purple, neon, a bunch of neon lights. Yeah. yeah. Rush, rush to the yayo. That's the song they're playing <laughs> yeah. in, in the thing. Yeah. And Michelle Fight. You know what yayo like, is, right? Yayo is uh, <laughs> cocaine in like Colombia or Spanish. 
What's it called? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like a rapper, Tony Yeah, yo. Yeah, you didn't know. You familiar with him? No. Well, anyway, get on your rap lingo and come back to us. Learn your G Unit rappers. I thought I was cool. I guess not. So they're they're all in the club and. Michelle Pfeiffer wants Frank to dance, but Frank doesn't want to dance. So Tony Montana goes and dances with her. And he yeah. dances like a fucking goon. Yeah, he dances like an idiot. Yeah, yeah, he dances like a fucking dummy. And then like the place gets shot up, right? Mm. Is that the part where it gets shot up? Oh, is this the part where it gets shot up? Or, no, it might get shot up later. Yeah, I thought this is the part where he just like he smoozes her. They flirt some more. Yeah, because they go in to shoot Tony Montana after he becomes hot shit. Yeah. Yeah, so Tony Montana starts hanging out with Frank a lot. He's like his main man, and he even goes down to Colombia with him. To meet Sosa, who's a cocaine supplier, and Sosa lives on like a you know big fucking luxurious mm. Colombian mansion, and um, they all meet together, and Sosa takes a, a liking to uh, Tony Montana, you know Al Pacino, and um, they come back, and um, something happens to where Frank starts like skimping Tony Montana out of like money or something, and that pisses you know Al Pacino off. And so they're, like, all meeting up at, like, you know, like a little headquarter place, you know. And, um, oh, no. Yeah, they do try to kill Scarface. Yeah, yeah, he's in the club a separate time. And, a separate time. Yeah, and he, he, he gets but shot he, at. Why do but they try knows, to kill him, though? He knows Frank did it because Frank's trying to cut him out. Yeah. Wow. Because he's, he sees that him and Sosa are becoming close. It's because of his wife. He's trying to fuck his wife. Yeah, that too. That's not a, you know. You shouldn't try to do that. Yeah. Yeah. So um, yeah, they're hanging out in like this little headquarters, and Scarface busts in the room, and Frank's there, and Frank didn't know he was coming. He's got like a sling on, and he goes, "You know what a hasa is, Frank? A hasa is a pig that wants more than he needs." And then he shoots him. And awesome. This is how he talks the whole time too. It's like a um, like a Cuban Elvis or something. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, so he kills Frank. Yeah. Yeah. He like kills head Frank honcho. And basically takes over. Takes over because he's his right hand man. He has all the connections. Yeah. Oh, and, he, and he takes okay. his girlfriend. I think it's yeah. his house. He just, you like, know? Yeah. This he same house. Frank. And it just becomes Frank. Yeah. yeah it's Good really for him. weird. And then they sh- what? It's so strange. And then they had this 80, 80s montage where it's like push it to the limit. <laughs> Little. And, yeah, the and they're just showing no him like throwing duffel bags everywhere. Yeah. He's getting white tigers at his uh, place, and they're just living <laughs> Miami eighties coke Mike Tyson life over here. Yeah, and um, after the montage or whatever, he's all. I mean, he's now he's like he's got the girlfriend, he's got the money because he says first you get the money, then you get the power, then you get the respect. So he's got the money and the power, right? He's supposed. That's why they have those Scarface uh, posters that say "Money, Power, Respect." Oh, yeah. This I like really douchey dudes love Scarface. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. It's like you know, all the rappers' favorite movie. But But um, Al Pacino's pretty good in this movie. Yeah, I think it's a good good movie. movie. Yeah. Yeah. So like, um, while this is all going on, like Al Pacino goes back. To like give his mother and his sister like money, yeah, and his mom's all like, "I don't want your dirty They're blood in money." Cuba? No, they they got into the states. Okay, and and she's all like, "I don't want your dirty blood money. Get out of here. Get out of here." But yeah, what I remember this. Why won't they? Guess, well, the mom just doesn't want. She knows where the money came from, and she doesn't want. Well, does she? Of that. Uh, did she know like because he was in a nefarious shit in Cuba, or does she know what he's actually into now? Uh, yeah, because I think he walks in in like a suit, right? Yeah, she she's not dumb. She she yeah. knows what he was. Yeah, she knows he's not a good guy. And like, how are you getting money? You know? Yeah. 
But um, the sister's like, Tony, Tony, you know, and he like, gives her a little money. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, take care of yourself. And Manny meets he's her. He's being nice Ma- Manny too, sees her out in the car because she runs down the stairs because he's leaving. The sister? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so Manny sees her and he's all like, you can tell he's got a, like a look in his eye for Tony's sister, right? And so, yeah, Tony's the head honcho. He's running shit. He's the man. Him and Michelle Pfeiffer aren't getting along. They're like in a restaurant. And he's like, she don't eat. She don't even fuck me. <laughs> and, and then he like oh. causes a scene. Does, he's like, yeah. say goodbye to the bad guy. He's the baddest guy you ever gonna see. That's pretty good. That's, you know, I like that. He's yeah. good at this. I've seen the movie a lot. This happens, man. And like, as he like, the more power he gets, the shittier he gets. Yeah, and it, I mean, like, it's like an underlying theme. It goes to show you, like, you know, you get all the money, more money, more problems. Yeah, you're, <laughs> you're still, you know, miserable fuck at the end of the day. Yeah. You know? So he fucks over Sosa somehow too now. Like, I forget how, but he fucks over the main supplier guy, Sosa. And so he's sitting in his giant mansion one day, and he's a pile of cocaine, a little mountain of cocaine. And he's just sticking his nose in, and he's super fucked up. Yeah, he's literally burying his face in a pile of cocaine. That's awesome. Yeah, because he's all depressed because he knows he fucked up. Yeah. Like, he talked to Sosa on the phone, and he told him some fucked up shit, you know, like, just cursing at him. He says fuck, like, 200 and something times in this movie. <laughs> like, that's a, like, a record. <laughs> yeah, like, um... That's cool. Yeah, too bad Jonah Hill beat him out for that. 226 yeah. times. What movie did he beat him out in? It's just like most um, cursing in all movies cumulatively. Uh, yeah. Everyone always thought it would be Samuel Jackson, but it's Jonah Hill. Yeah. But yeah, he fucked up. Sosa sends his goons to come kill him. And that's when we have the say hello to my love friend. Because he pulls out the he, biggest gun. It's to a, the goons. It's a, it's a machine gun with the grenade launcher attachment on the bottom. Whoa. And he shoots the grenade launcher. It's like, say hello to my friend. Boom. That like, is so cool. Yeah. Oh, in yeah. his own house. Yeah, and he's bust down the door because he knows he's gonna die. There's like eighty of these motherfuckers. There's a bunch of. And dudes. Wait, also, why are all these dudes after? Because him? he because fucked, he fucked over the main drug so, lord. Uh, so the okay, drug lord okay. sent people to kill him, and he's also super depressed too because he drove to Manny's house and he knocked on the door and his sister answered. Oh Manny's yeah. Shirt. So then he kills his best friend Manny. Then he goes to the mansion and he's doing the code. Well, why are you gonna kill your friend right. for banging your sister? That's like what I you know he's a good guy. He's gonna treat her right. Yeah. But that's know, Tony that's Montana, up. man. You know, it's the cocaine. It's all angry. And so, uh, yeah, that's how the movie ends. Tony Montana dies. And then it shows his fountain on the cutout scene. And it says, the world is yours. Because mm-hmm. he saw that on like a Goodyear blimp or something. And uh-huh. like adopted it as his own slogan. And that's on the cover of the movie poster. Yeah. The world is yours. And also that's Scarface. M- uh, money, power, respect. No, that's just like what douchey dudes put on their like profiles oh. with a picture of Scarface. The yeah. world is yours. No, money, power, respect. Yeah, that's yeah. Well, I guess so, yeah. Yeah, Scarface, uh, great movie. I give it five out of five Cuban uh, camps. Oh, I thought you were going to say cigars. Yeah, that, that, like, oh, that cool. too. Um, uh, since it's Cuban, I'm going to give it um, six out of six 1950s beaters. Tight. Even though they're probably not in this movie, I don't know. Oh, they go my, I give it one out of one Cubano. What? <laughs> Cubano. Like a sandwich? Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, I right. thought you were saying like a Cuban person. No. no like one Cubanos. Cuban person. There's more Cuban people in this movie than just one. <laughs> Cubano, the sandwich. The yummy sandwich. Okay. I'm on oh, board now. Oh, and shout out to uh, Tony Montana's other friend, the little Mexican guy who only has a couple lines, but his name is Chichi. 
Chi Chi. That's his character name in the movie. Oh man. Him, Chi Chi, and Manny are like the crew. I'm gonna name a pet Chi Chi one day. And I think a fat guy. They have a fat guy too. That was like one of Frank's guys. He's but he toncho. lets him live. <laughs> yeah, after he shoots Frank, he lets him hang on and tag along with him. But yeah, thanks for listening, guys. Yeah, guys. Thank you so much. Um, if you want to contact us, you can hit us at happy hour movie reviews at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram, happy hour at happy hour movie reviews. Um, same thing for Facebook and you can join our Patreon at HHMR patreon.com slash HHMR there's nothing on it but if someone joins we'll put we'll stuff, put on, stuff it. on it yeah yeah well actually we have two subscribers but yeah it's his old lady and his sister yeah because we are supported by the people around us so jump on board <laughs> you could be like Mike's sister you or could, his old lady you could be cool like us <laughs> Tune in next week for space movies. Bum, bum, bum. Not not alien movies, space movies. Space specifically. We will space. do alien movies one time. Okay, bye. Happy hour movie reviews. Happy hour movie reviews. Happy hour movie reviews.